Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, welcome to Radio ITVT. This is Tracy Swedlow, Editor-in-Chief of Interactive TV Today, and uh, we also produce the TV of Tomorrow Show conferences. And we are very happy to welcome Kathy Hetzel, who's, uh, who's appeared at TVOT many times, and um, uh, the, she is the Corporate President of Rentrack, which is uh, R-E-N-T-R-A-K.com. Welcome to the show, Kathy. Thank you so much, Tracy. It's great to be here. Well, you've been in this business a long time, and there's so much going on, and Rentrack is just really uh, hot in the news right now. We thought we'd just try to grab you and get a little perspective, a little deeper perspective on on what's going on. There have been so many announcements. We were talking about it before the call. Uh, quickly, let's see, you, you made a deal with uh, Fox Network Group's, Fox Networks Group, FNG, uh, to track their linear measurement. You have uh, purchased Cantar Media, correct? And, correct. And uh, WPP has done a lot of investment in Rentrack. Uh, and there, so there's a lot more to talk about. But tell me a little bit about, you know, why this potentially this is happening now. What what's what's been going on that forced all of these new developments? I know the the Fox uh, project was in development for a while, but this. Uh, uh, investment in Cantar and relationship with WPP has been coming on for several months. So, could you tell me a little bit more about that? Maybe a bit first. Sure. Actually, before you go into that, let's just um, um, identify that Rentrack uh, tracks about 29 million televisions, correct, in 210 local markets in we, around the world or the U.S. In the U.S. Um, it's actually today our service has 14.5 million households in it, and once we completely integrate the ramp up of DirecTV and Cox, that's what we'll be at 26 million households and 60 million television sets. Um, that that's slated for first quarter, so we're we're pretty close. <laughs> well, I guess I found somehow I found that number incorrectly. It's 60 million televisions eventually. That's uh, that's a lot of people. That's right. 60 million TVs. Okay, so the the core of your business is to look at, uh, you know, uh, how people watch television, uh, comparing that with their engagement uh, and um, their purchase data services. So uh, unless you want to define it in some other way. RuneTrack precisely measures movies and TV everywhere. There are two parts of our business. One is on the box office side of the business where worldwide we track every transaction for box office and present that back to the studios, the agencies, the uh, advertisers, et cetera, that are associated with the movie business. And on the TV side of our business, while um, we've been in the on-demand business for the longest, about 10 years, 
We have a complete census of on-demand television viewing. And then on the TV side of our business, as we just discussed, moving um, in first quarter to tracking about 26 million homes. And from those 26 million homes and 60 million televisions, we project, including over-the-air viewing, to the full complement of 115 million TV households. And that is, you're absolutely right, all 210 markets in the country. We build the service from the zip code level to the DMA level to the national level. So it's one service, one number, one system for both local and national uh, providers and advertisers. That's a, that's a lot of tracking. And you do that with your TV Essentials tool suite? We do. And then we have another product that's new. It's in beta right now. It's called Multi-Screen Essentials. And in that product today, we track, um, we show the ratings information from the TV service, both live and DVR ratings, next to video on demand for all of the uh, top networks who have about 60 of them who have given us permission to be able to provide a transparent view of video on-demand viewing as well. And we're working to build out our digital piece of that as well as um, mobile uh, so that we can continue to provide access to information across all screens for our, our customers. Do you think that you'll ever have access to, or maybe I'm incorrect, uh, to what I call the black holes, like Netflix and you know the online, the over-the-top services that deliver content where they don't report any of their uh, viewing statistics. That's a great question. Um, I've been told that Netflix will share their stats over their dead bodies. Um, so <laughs> I'm not uh, really counting on that. But Rentrack does have a digital download service where we receive the data from, say, um, Amazon Prime, from Hulu, um, from the specific dot-com site of many of our network clients, and that all gets sent to Rintrack so that we can report it back um, to the individuals who are involved. And then we also have a, a digital download industry service where there can be a comparison, let's say, I'll just use ABC as a, an example, uh, you could, ABC can compare ABC to all other, um, and or, you know, a studio like Fox can compare Fox performance of digital download to all other. Um, so we do have some of that data, but we don't have comprehensive sets, and they come from the network and studios versus coming from those applications directly. Well, uh, if they ever go public, that might change. I'm not sure that will happen. But uh, with, the, with the announcement that HBO is going to be delivering a direct-to-consumer service, potentially since they're a cable operator, will the, you think they'll share their statistics? Yeah, it's pretty early for us to tell since that announcement came out yesterday, but we obviously, HBO is a great client of Rentrax, um, and of course CBS uh, the same, and CBS and made their announcement uh, also to go uh, over the top and provide 
their service to consumers. And so we are actively in discussions with those clients to see how we can help them make sure that they are adequately tracking the performance um, in any way that they provide their content. Well, uh, let's. This is a, a great jumping-off point the, uh, where I can move into the Cantar deal because, uh, uh, other than the uh, facts of the deal, which have been widely reported, uh, you know, um, I guess uh, WPP will receive ninety-eight million dollars of Rentrac stock as part of the deal. You guys are buying Cantar's assets and the team, and but I believe they're staying intact to some extent, right? Uh, and Let's see. Um, and the uh, and WP will be buying $56 million of shares directly from Rentrac. So uh, it's a, a very complicated relationship. But what I'm also interested in uh, are a couple of things. One, why did you, which seems to be like the most obvious thing, why did you identify Kantar uh, as a great takeover target or a relationship with, uh, you know, in integrated with WPP? It seems like it's about being uh, involved with the agency as well. But then there's also a, yes. the new, there's some new technology also that uh, Kantar has just acquired, which I want to talk about in a minute. So um, I, I think that the most important reason that we saw uh, to combine the Kantar assets with Rintrack is really all about clarity. We feel that um, having one massive and passive number in the marketplace is really important. And so it was, um, you know, regardless of, of how great your projection systems are and what you're doing, having two uh, various ratings in the marketplace makes it harder for consum- for both um, companies that we work with, networks, agencies, advertisers, and um, to be able to adopt to a new type of currency, and by streamlining that and having one number in the marketplace, it will uh, expand and in exponentially help the adoption on the agency uh, and the network side of our business. We also think that Kantar um, gives us an opportunity with some of their digital assets and a lot of other assets that they have to invent new services. And Kantar has um, diff- a different skill sets than some of the Rentrack folks, and so we have the opportunity to take the best of both of those worlds and create new products for the marketplace. And, of course, the support for the world's largest buying group, um, WPP Group M, is really important for us um, to – they were the last of the big five that we didn't have. Um, and so this gave us an opportunity for – Group M to be a part of the Rentrack service as well, and that means today that all five of the um, top purchase buying groups in the country are using Rentrack. I mean, we uh, if you would like, you can identify the specific assets, but uh, but maybe it's pretty obvious. I mean, one asset they have just purchased. Um, did you want to answer that? Um, I, I can't actually uh, identify the specific assets um, right now. There are um, the idea is that we are uh, taking over their television measurement service, 
And then there are other products that Cantar has where we will enter into specific JVs and um, license some data from them. It's a pretty complex relationship that, of course, is still undergoing um, regulation approval. And so until more will be available about the exact assets uh, as we move forward. Well, the other thing I alluded to previously was that uh, Cantar Media, now Rentrack, has uh, just also acquired Civilution's Think Now and Next Tracker technology, which means you're buying into the audio watermarking ACR business. Um, that um, specific announcement on um, Civilution is not part of the Rentrack deal. Now, it doesn't mean that we wouldn't um, entertain licensing that, but in, we don't own that piece of it. Okay. Uh, well, it would be interesting because the agencies, uh, it would be interesting to see if an app would develop or how uh, WPP or you know Group M specifically could potentially use that. Yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, that would put that would put Rentrack in to some extent a different business. Maybe that's why that it, it's still too early to tell whether or not you'll you'll um, uh, license that or not. It just seemed like an interesting. Yeah, it, it just yeah, like that was just exactly. announced as well. It literally was announced yesterday. Exactly. Uh, okay, so uh, what do you think will be? What are the challenges ahead? Therefore, now in order to become the fully dominant company uh, in this. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Business, you know, against your your now uh, you know big competitor Nielsen. What kinds of challenges are still ahead to uh, to make sure that you're the you know go to choice for this kind of work? Well, every business has challenges. I'd love to tell you we don't have any, but uh, that wouldn't be quite accurate. Um, but the company has made tremendous progress in really a very short period of time. And we're really excited about getting, for example, into the agency buying systems such as Media Ocean. Um, we're already integrated very well with Strata, with Wide Orbit. We have to um, make it easier for uh, the agencies to be able to buy off of the rent track numbers. And so we're moving forward at a, at a great pace with Media Ocean to get into the Media Ocean system. And then, of course, there are other systems that we have to be part of in order to be part, make it um, part of the workflow and easy for clients to use Rintrack's massive and passive system along with our advanced demographics in order to be able to buy off of them easily. So that, to me, is the biggest challenge that we have and we ha are moving forward uh, at a great pace on that. I'm kind of um, I'm I'm always very curious of <laughs> not kind of, but you have this thing called the stickiness index in which you track engagement, uh, and you know I'm kind of um, curious as to how you do that. Is, does this have something to do with 
Twitter, you have a social media score or a second screen score. And because I guess I'm bringing this up because you know Twitter has done uh, a, has made a lot of investments in the last year and a half to in all of these firms that track Twitter uh, uh, engagement and um, they've sort of sewn up that business. And I'm, I'm wondering what you think about that. Does that. Is that something that you can hook into? Do you need to? Is it competitive? How do you feel about Twitter's emergent um, measurement or tracking business of their own activity? So let me take a minute and just talk about the stickiness index and what it is and what it isn't um, okay. so that, that and I can answer the second question. Um, the stickiness index really is about is, uh, about time spent viewing. And so we look at time spent viewing in relationship to the length of a show, and then we provide a stickiness index based on how long a specific show is holding its audience in comparison to the other shows. And that's really what the stickiness index is all about. Now, next to that stickiness index, we also include a social media index against those same programs, and then we all, and then we do a separate social media index. What we're not doing today is providing a correlation between what people say they're going to do, so social, um, versus what they actually do. Um, it, it's a difficult problem to solve, and um, I think that Twitter is doing a great job in terms of providing what people are talking about, but to correlate that to actual television viewing is much more challenging. And we are most certainly working on doing that, but I wouldn't tell you that we have it solved. I think it's um it's because everybody wants to own their own um, you know data fiefdom and and people aren't willing to share that's their business, so it's going to be hard to make those uh, interrelationships. Have to, to make the right correlations. I agree with yeah. you. It's not an easy task. And then of course to see, uh, I mean the, I mean you pretty much are focused on broadcast entertainment, video on demand, like you said, all of these you know established high quality. Uh, industries that produce um, video programming, but the emergence of online video, uh, I mean, we saw Facebook, for example, jump like a, by a billion views because of the delivery of their, uh, you know, autoplay video systems, and of course, they're tracking people's involvement. I mean, um, what, how does RentTrack view the emergence of, of that kind of, of video entertainment? Is it kind of just not important enough to... Uh, want to build a business around that? Um, what's your opinion? Yes, we really think it is important. It still represents today only about 2% of television viewing in prime time. And so um, while we believe it is extremely important and we are actively working um, first with our MVPD partners to um, extend to their to getting data from every screen through their TV every application, and then also we're looking at partnering with other companies who specialize on collection of digital assets on on online, and so we are actively working to create the next piece of our multi-screen viewing application so that it covers not only VOD and live and, and DVR TV, but moves to digital, whether that's on a mobile device or on a, on a computer. And so we believe that this is important, 
it um, we started with TV and are moving toward digital. Where some companies we hear are um, had started with digital are trying to move to TV. We think that um, using our TV perspective to measure digital will be um, a great uh, opportunity for us. And we also think that by using our operator data on every screen, that we have the opportunity not only to tie together the performance of the content and advertising on every screen, but we also have the opportunity to supply a unique identifier that lets us um, understand the um, deduplicated viewing ultimately. Right now, what we're showing for uh, digital is duplicated viewing. We, we don't have a universal ID that crosses every path. And, that, and we're working toward that because we think that will be very valuable to our clients in the future. Is that something that you're developing or are you working with the IDER organization? Um, we are members of IDER um, and we also have something called Rintrap Connect because not all of the content companies use IDER we use a Rentrap ID, and we tie together the various pieces where we get them on digital uh, TV on demand, and you know that's what we're doing for the multi-screen product that we have today by assigning a unique ID just to the Rentrap number. So we assign that when the content first appears, and then wherever else we get information from whatever screen on that content and we apply that same number, and we're able to roll up that information side by side. Uh, you might you might already be doing this, or maybe that's part of your multi-screen agenda. But have are you tracking the over-the-top platforms and viewing patterns, and combining and 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 showing how they compare? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> um, I'll use Cox as an example. Cox has a, an app that is available on the iPad today, and then they're also going to have um, the other types of uh, tablet applications in the future. But we get uh, a separate feed for Cox iPad, and then we include that in the on-demand. It's an on-demand app, and we include that in the on-demand portion of the application. Um, uh, the way that we would move forward as we get additional feeds from others and from other applications is that if the content is provided on a linear basis, then we would include that as part of TV Essentials. If it's provided on an on-demand basis, then we would run it through our on-demand essential system, and then we connect the two through multi-screen essentials. But right now, uh, Roku, Apple TV, Chromecast, etc., TiVo, uh, the only places that we get that, as I said, are from the networks and studio partners who are providing us with the data that they receive from those applications. We're not getting it directly from them. Mm-hmm. Well, that would be uh, someday, <laughs> that would be an interesting set of statistics Absolutely. to see. Okay, well, that's interesting to know. Everybody protects their, uh, their you know, their intelligence. Uh, I, I think they do, but when it comes to advertising sales, Tracy, I feel that um, over time the networks really do want to get credit and should get credit for wherever a uh, consumer is viewing their content and advertising, and therefore I think that this will start to open up. I think some of it is fear of 
um, the performance being unmasked and maybe it's not as quite as high yet on these digital platforms and mobile platforms as we'd like to uh, hope that it is. And so I feel that over time that um, need to have that measurement and the transparency that a service like Rentrack provides is going to uh, overshadow the need to protect the data. Uh, what, uh, when will the multi-screen offering be available on the market? It's in beta right now with a few advertising agencies and a few networks. And so I, while I don't have a specific time frame where uh, we have the application in the marketplace, we're receiving feedback on it now, and we you know, hope to continue to improve it, and then we'll make an announcement when we launch it. I, it, I would guess it would be early next year. Okay. Uh, are there any? Is there any area of what Rentrack is up to right now that you'd like to mention? I think I think we covered all the major points that I wanted to address. But it's not, you guys are so busy. Uh, just go to their website, we everybody. Are. You'll see. <laughs> There's a lot going on here. We're very excited about the opportunity, and um, you know we've been working very hard. We have much work to do ahead of us. And um, we're so excited that so much, of, so many of the industry uh, players, both on the agency side, the advertiser side, the network side, have all come together and, and said that Rentrack's massive and passive currency is most certainly helping them to identify and target advertisers. And we, we're just thrilled about the opportunities that lie ahead, Tracy. Well, thank you very much, Kathy. Uh, good luck going forward. I'm looking uh, uh, ahead to see what happens with this new relationship. And uh, we'll see you at the TVOT show December 9th. Absolutely. I can't wait. Thank you. Cocktails. <laughs> All right. Take care. Thanks so much. Uh, that is uh, Kathy Hetzel, and she's the corporate president at Rentrack, which is R-E-N-T-R-A-K.com. Thank you. This is Tracy Swedlow, Editor-in-Chief of Interactive TV Today and uh, passionate about TV and interactive television. Uh, you can reach us at itvt.com or check out the tvoftomorrowshow.com, which is happening in New York in Chelsea on December 9th. Take care. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.